7-7 At the height of London's morning rush hour on the 7th of July, 2005, a series of four coordinated bomb blasts hit the city's public transport system. Three of the bombs exploded within 50 seconds of each other on underground trains at King's Cross, Edgware Road and Liverpool Street, Stroke, Aldgate. The fourth exploded nearly an hour later, at 9.47 a.m., on a number 30 double-decker bus as it entered Tavistock Square. Altogether, the explosions took 56 lives and injured 700 in what was the deadliest terror attack in Britain since the Lockerbie bombing of 1988. While ambulances were still rushing casualties to hospital, a flurry of conspiracy theories started on the Internet concerning the attacks, but they boiled down to two main ideas. The British security services had advanced warning of the terrorist attacks, yet failed to take action, either because of incompetence or because they wished the attacks to occur to justify the introduction of draconian laws. The bombings were carried out by MI5 themselves as a false flag operation to facilitate the implementation of those draconian laws. The evidence for the false flag op centers on where the bombs were placed. According to the Metropolitan Police, which led the state's investigation, the bombs were carried into London in backpacks by four British-born supporters of Al-Qaeda. Mohammed Siddiq Khan, Shezad Tanweer, Jermaine Lindsay, and Hasib Hussein. Conspiracy blogger Social Democracy Now!, however, asserts, quote, the most damning piece of evidence against the government is the testimony of one of the victims, dancer Bruce Late, who, along with his dance partner, Crystal Main, was nearest to the bomb when it exploded. When he was being assisted out of the carriage, Late recalls, the policeman said, mind that hole, that's where the bomb was. The metal was pushed upwards as if the bomb was underneath the train. Unquote. MI5, in other words, laid explosive devices on the tracks. If the bombs were on the tracks, it accounts for one of the peculiarities of the morning of the 7th of July, the shutdown of the electrically powered underground system, since bombs placed in carriages could not have wrecked lines to the requisite extent. Some conspiracists favor a tweak to the MI5 bomb plot scenario alleging that the security service subcontracted the attacks to an outside agency. This is generally identified as London-based Visor Consultants, a security risk and assessment company. According to the company's website, quote, Visor Consultants have been able to support many domestic and global organizations to prevent chaos in a crisis and increase their overall resilience. Our clients include one of the top seven companies in the U.S. and key departments of the U.K. government, making any crisis an abrupt audit rather than a presumed catastrophe has helped many organizations grow as a result. Visor consultants, by their own admission, were engaged in a citywide operation on the morning of the 7th of July. The company's managing director, Peter Power, told a BBC Radio 5 interviewer that evening, quote, 
At half past nine this morning, we were actually running an exercise for a company of over a thousand people in London, based on simultaneous bombs going off precisely at the railway stations where it happened this morning. So I still have the hairs on the back of my neck standing up right now. Unquote. He dismissed the similarity between the visor consultant's exercise and the actual bombings as coincidence. Some conspiracists speculate that visor consultants were not MI5 proxy bombers, but genuine casualty stroke crisis experts put on alert by, quote, key departments of the UK government, unquote, to assist in the aftermath of the attacks of which the government had prior knowledge. In this version, Visor were responsible for the medical supplies said by several witnesses to be on site at Edgware Road before the bombs detonated.